Well, well, well. Look who it is. It's you, isn't it? It's only flipping you. Yes, this is episode five of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. I've now matched my previous podcasting record of five episodes of the Cool Beans Podcast. Please don't go and listen to them, though. They haven't aged well. Do go and check out the Cool Beans television show instead. My good friend and fried chicken aficionado, Sir Mickey Michaels, has kindly taken time out to upload series two to YouTube. You can find them at youtube.com forward slash coolbeanstelevision or coolbeansproductions.co.uk. Now, this is the final Chinese podcast, and unlike Donald Trump, I'm a big fan of China. China. Yes, all right. All right, Donald. China. All right, calm down. China. 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 Okay, here we go, folks. This episode concerns mine and Francesca's final three Chinese destinations, Guilin, Yangshu, and Hong Kong. So after leaving a pretty wet Chengdu, it was nice to arrive in the practically tropical Guilin, located in the south of China, China, where the streets are paved with Erhu jazz. Many people travel there to witness the glorious reed flute caves, which are covered in almost unreal-looking stalactites, or maybe stalagmites, or maybe both. Who knows? I'm no geologist. One thing I can tell you though is that the toilets had some delightfully soothing music playing. The hostel we were staying at had a cracking rooftop bar, and one night we ended up being taught how to salsa by an Australian man called Cedric. That's salsa the dance, by the way, not the sauce. After that, we then chatted about internet censorship with some Chinese people for approximately 84 minutes. Great days, folks. Great days. From Guilin, you can get a boat down the River Li to Yangshu, which has a scenic backdrop so delightful that the Chinese have put some of the mountains on a 20 yuan note. As we traveled past, I held up a note against the scenery and took a photo, just like 850,000 tourists had done before me. And then I pondered on whether Prince Philip likes to fold a tenner and hold it up against the Queen's face before bed. After 30 minutes of pondering, I deduced that he probably has someone do that for him. You know what these royals are like. I was enjoying myself on the boat so much that I had a beer and then immediately fell asleep. When I awoke, a Polish couple opposite me were giggling. I really hope that my sleep flatulence hasn't returned. That cleared the room up many a sleepover in my younger days. Anyway, enough gassing. We had a proper good old time in Yangshu. I would thoroughly recommend going. After Yangshu, we travelled to Hong Kong, the final destination for the Chinese leg of our trip. Being the uneducated swine that I am, for a long time I was under the assumption that Hong Kong is a Chinese city. <coughs> Then, for an even longer time, I thought that Hong Kong was a standalone country. <coughs> Turns out I was wrong twice. It's neither. It's actually a special administrative region, or an SAR. In 1997, the Brits began a 50-year process of handing it back to China. China. However, it still operates very differently to China. China. Different language, different currency, and different censorship laws, which means I could browse the internet freely once more. <laughs> Hooray! In fact, I spent 30 minutes on Bonnie Tyler's Wikipedia page alone as soon as we got to the hostel. The hostel in Hong Kong, by the way, was the first one I had booked, as opposed to being booked by my travel partner slash fiance Francesca. And I managed to book us into some slightly questionable accommodation on the 12th floor of a high-rise in which our rooms have white towels on the floor, walls, and ceilings. Think psychiatric hospital cross with public bathroom, and you're on the right track. We were joined by Francesca's brother Michael in Hong Kong. He was actually supposed to be with us for the whole of our China trip, but visa issues meant he had spent the last three weeks in Thailand instead. We also met with my friend and all-round great guy Keith Raymond. I met Keith in Sheffield, but he lived in Hong Kong since he was 10. He showed us around the town, took us to some trendy bars, as well as an LGBT festival called Pink Dot. 
and we even stayed with him and his parents on Lantau Island one night. Shout out to Nigel and Jill if they're listening in. They lived on the fifth floor of a fantastic apartment complex, except that it actually was the fourth floor. The Chinese are afraid of the number four so much that they just sack it off whenever they can. That's why Sum 41 never broke it into the mainstream over here. Anyway, Keith was a great host. We watched his band play a gig one night. They're called Catalyst, make sure you check them out. Keith is the drummer but was stepping in on vocals as well. Oh, he's so talented. What a great guy Keith is. Mm, Listen to him sing. Mm, I wish I could live with Keith. Anyway, time for the final edition of Chinese Quirks. Now for a second, I'd like to talk about spitting. People love to spit in China. China! Oh, come on, Donald. Pack it in, mate. That's enough now. Now, spitting. It's mainly men who smoke who you'll find doing the spitting, but occasionally you'll see a 90-year-old woman or a small child doing it, and it's spitting on a whole other level. It's proper clear your throat first and launch you goss spitting. It's pretty stupendous. I don't really mind it, but it's been cited as the main reason tourists sometimes feel unwelcome in China. China. Okay, that's it. China! That's it. I've had enough. China. I'm China. leaving. China. Your hair is stupid China. and nothing China. you say China. makes sense. China. Thanks for listening to episode 5 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. Next week I'll be broadcasting tales from Vietnam. Ooh. Thanks to everyone who's been sending feedback and leaving reviews. If you'd like to leave a review yourself, then you can head over to my iTunes page. Big thanks to Dreamy Keith for showing us a good time in Hong Kong. And thanks to the country that we've called home for the last four weeks, China. China! Take care, everyone. Goodbye. People think I don't like China. I love China.